Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. Dies in your house every weekend. Subscribe on iTunes. Get us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Every weekend. Brand new episodes of Dies in Your House. Fighting fascism one podcast at a time. Hey yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? It's the weekend. We are back. You're hearing my voice. You're probably wondering what the hell this is. I'm going to tell you. It's a brand new episode of Dies in Your House. Exclusively on Patreon. 
And 24 hours after it goes live on Patreon for all the premium Dies In Your House subscribers, supporters, 24 hours after that it hits SoundCloud and it hits Apple Podcasts, so make sure you're subscribed on all of those platforms. Make sure you keep it locked. Every week we are sitting here, we are talking important things. We are talking about helping people understand the urgency of voting on November 3rd, 2020. It is very important that we remove the stain of fascism, that we remove the fascist crime syndicate from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the fascist crime syndicate that was placed there by a hostile foreign power with the help of WikiLeaks, Facebook, white supremacy, and just overall racism, and all overall the worst parts of our country, the worst parts of our being, the worst corners of the internet. They all came to life. 4chan left the house last year. And we have to make sure that we come out in numbers and not let it happen again. You ever watching a game? Basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever your sport is, soccer. And your team loses because of a bad call and you sit around blaming the refs for taking the game away from you. And while that critique might be fair, your team should have been up by a wider margin where they left it out of the hands of the of the refs. And that's what we have to do on November 3rd. We have to make sure that it is abundantly clear that this is not what this country is. This country is democracy. This country is not fascism. And it is becoming more and more accepting of fascism every day. The Republican Party is anyway. Hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, as well as strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, that's not... That's not a list of American values. That's not something we do here in America. That's things we go to war against. And we're in a war right now. We're in a war on our minds. I think Steve Schmidt said it earlier this week. It's a cold civil war. It is. And the hate and division is not being helped by the current occupant of the White House. And we are going to remove him. Today, I want to spend a little time on the VP pick, the Veep stakes. Because now that it's over, I don't need to predict anything. You know what I mean? Like, now that the pick is in. I'm not a predictor. I'm not a prognosticator. Like, I look at polls, and maybe they get me, like, maybe a good poll for Democrats gets me about 10 minutes of happiness. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll take the 10 minutes. But I'm not, that has no effect on the urgency of my vote. And I will talk about that in a second. But first I want to talk about mail-in voting. And what this fascist crime syndicate, this authoritarian regime is trying to do. To help stop mail-in voting. To help stop you cast your vote 
safely. And I just want to get it. Oh, wait a second. Oh, shit. So check this out, right? I just opened up Apple Podcasts. Just coincidentally, right? And last week's episode of Dies in Your House is about vote by mail. And I was talking about it last week. This clown in Manhattan this morning. There is a picture on Twitter. Again, I'm not. I saw the picture. I'm not sure of the um, officialness of it. Or what the reasoning is. It might be out of context. But there's a post office truck. They're removing mailboxes from the streets. Okay. They're removing machines that help sort mail. The machines that are going to help count votes. Count the mail-in balloting. Separate them. They're telling post office employees to slow down the mail. Maddow had something earlier this week. Where she was saying, um, in one instance, a post office truck had a lead, like, because they're trying to, air quotes, save money. A truck had to leave the facility 10 minutes early. Because it left 10 minutes early, 80,000 letters did not get mailed, did not get on that truck, and were delayed. Longer than they already... They call it snail mail for a reason. Like, mail being slow, you didn't need someone to slow it down. It was already slow. So I need to... You, you need to check out that episode. Hashtag vote by mail. Um, also, real quick, piece of business. I was... Thinking about doing the the Facebook suicide this week. I, th- I think it's about time. But the re like somebody just replied to me on Twitter. That was why, why I um, paused for a second. Um, it's bad for my mental health, yo. Like I know there's there's like fan pages, like the Content Confessions page. I want to keep going because that has followers, and I want to use that to um, you know, share music and stuff. And you know, there's the Jay Porks podcast page or whatever. That I share this podcast link on. But other than that, really, there's nobody who I can think of who's on Facebook who's only on Facebook. Like, nobody I need. I just thought of one. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in touch with those peeps. So, I might ha- I have to do it. We're, we're like under 80 days. What is it, 80 days? And I don't think I can handle it. I don't think I can handle it anymore. So, like, I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all, cats. And for all my independent voters and all my conservatives that aren't going to vote for Joe Biden, I want to... So, here's a little article I read this week. And it starts off like this. In the United States, there are two political parties that exist. Democrats and Republicans. One of those parties gives a fuck whether you live, whether you live or die. And the other one of those are Republicans. But that's neither here nor there for the sake of this discussion. We're talking numbers. And the numbers are two. That's the rub. You can say all you want. I'm this... I'm that, I'm conser- I have conservative values. If you're not voting for Joe Biden, you are a closeted trumpet. And that's it. 
Now that piece is on Medium, written by a guy named me. And you can check that out. I discovered that Medium is a thing I can do. You know, you can either listen to my podcast or you can do what I, you can do, watch what I do worse than this. And that's pretend to be a writer. Man, if you think I'm, if you think I think I'm informed here, wait till you read stuff I wrote. Damn, son. Anyhow, I'm joking. It's a good piece. It's a five minute read. But Veep Steaks, yo. Like, I gotta do fa- Well, let's recap the first couple of minutes here. Voting by mail. I mean, is anyone gonna tell Republicans that it benefits them? They're the one- Military votes by mail. You know what I'm saying? Old people vote by mail. That's a thing that benefits Republicans, not Democrats. So, because Democrats don't care about wearing masks and keeping six feet apart from each other. So we'll get to the polls if we need to. But free and fair elections is what a democracy is about. And during a pandemic, you would think that everyone should have the right to have their vote counted and heard. And to slow up the post office, to make the postmaster general, somebody who used to, who was a Trump fundraiser guy like three months ago, it's disgusting and appalling and despicable. And it's undemocratic. It's un-American. It's anti-American. It's almost treasonous. And I need to do Facebook suicide. Cause, and this is going to lead right into the veep sticks. Fuck you people, yo. Not you people listening, but you people on Facebook that just don't care about democracy. Like... You saw who the choices were for vice president. Kamala Harris was the strongest choice for vice president. I will say that loud and proud. Kamala Harris was the strongest option that was on the table. And when you're voting this November, you're not voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You're voting for a black woman on the Supreme Court. You're voting for a John Lewis Civil Rights Act. Voting Rights Act. You're rooting for the first ever female vice president. The first ever black, non-white vice president. You're voting to remove the biggest danger in America right now. Even more of a danger than the coronavirus. And that's... the fascist crime syndicate, the authoritarian regime that allowed this pandemic to run roughshod on America, much like Trump and his cronies run roughshod on the rule of law every fucking day. Every day! They don't care about the laws. When you getting that stimulus check going? Oh, the Senate went home till Labor Day, dog. Labor Day. They're not even talking about giving you money until Labor Day. They're not even having discussions. Republicans are in charge of that. We got to vote them out. We got to vote them out. 
bungled the response to a pandemic. Do you remember Ebola? Do you know how many Americans died from Ebola? Two. Fucking two, yo. You know who was in charge of that? Obama and Biden. When Trump came into office, he inherited, and this is a quote from, God willing, the next vice president of the United States of America. When Trump came into office, he inherited the largest economic expansion in the history of this country. And like everything else he inherited, he pissed it away. Ran it into the ground. Like the casinos. I keep coming back to the casinos because that's like... That's like the simplest thing. You go to the casino... The house always wins, but you were the house and you lost. That's what I don't get. And you thought that somebody that bankrupts casinos would be profitable for America. We got almost 170,000 Americans dead. And they're trying to start school. And people are saying that college football needs to happen. Let me tell you a little story. It goes like this. No. You want all these kids to fucking die? Jesus Christ. Alright, veep stakes, veep stakes, veep stakes. Focus, man. I'm sorry. There's a lot to do in like 20 minutes. I always try to keep it at 20 minutes. Check out my piece on Medium. Conservatives who, quote, don't like Trump but won't vote Biden are closeted trumpets. Check it out. Talks about independents, libertarians, and conservative libertarians. Let's go over the finalists for vice president of the United States. Vice running mate. You had Kamala Harris. You had Susan Rice. You had Gretchen Whitmer. You had Elizabeth Warren. You had Val Demings. You had Keisha Lance Bottoms. You had Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams, you want her to run for Senate in Georgia or governor of Georgia when that happens again. You want Stacey Abrams to be available for helping democracy at a more local level later on in the near future. That's what you want. Or you want her in a cabinet position. It's almost the same story with Keisha Lance Bottoms because Keisha Lance Bottoms is older, is younger, I think. I actually don't know their ages because I don't really care how old women are. But you can't, like... Again, mayor of Atlanta, the... Profile is rising during coronavirus, during the the uh, civil unrest in this country, and uh, again, you want her to probably like she's a mayor now of Atlanta. You want her to probably be a congresswoman. Then you want her to be a senator. We need to think about where all the chess pieces are moving. Okay, Karen Bass. No one knows her outside of Florida. I mean. No, she's California. Karen Bass had some, like, semi-nice things to say about Castro a couple of years ago in Cuba or something, and that would have that would have plummeted it. You can't do that. 
That's three. Val Demings is a former police chief. We're on our ACAB shit now, so you can't do that. We're on our no justice, no peace shit. You can't have a fucking police chief. And nobody outside of Florida knows who Val Demings is. She did do well as an impeachment manager. She raised her profile a little bit, but it wasn't wasn't anywhere close to where it needed to be. And that's just what it is. She's not popular enough. Gretchen Whitmer is the governor of Michigan. We want Gretchen Whitmer to stay the governor of Michigan because she's been strong there. We also... I don't know what her absolute background is, but let's call a spade a spade. As Democrats, our ticket needs to look like the people that vote for it. And to have two people of white pigmentation on a ticket. And again, I don't know if Gretchen Whitmer is is not white. She might not be white, but looks a little too white. <laughs> the picture with her it would not, you know, hey, we're going we're, you know, we represent everybody and then the ticket is only the same color. Same thing with Warren. I knocked on doors for Elizabeth Warren, so don't you dare come at me and say, "Oh, you're an asshole. Warren was the best choice." Ideolo- ideologically, if you want like a VP who is I, t- the total opposite ideologically of the, the, the presidential nominee, then Warren would have been it. I'm not sure if that's the way you wanted to go. And that's two old white people running. You know, I mean, you can't. You couldn't. So the real finalists. I know, and Tammy Duckworth was mentioned. And listen, Tammy Duckworth. I like her, but I just don't think she has the... I don't think, you know, when I heard her name, it wasn't like, I was like, ooh. It's like the argument I have with baseball Hall of Famers. Whenever you ask yourself, should this player be in the Hall of Fame? If you have to have the argument, then they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Then it's already decided. You have to say, well, let me look at the numbers. No, no, you shouldn't have to. You know if somebody's in the Hall of Fame. Same thing. Tammy Duckworth, VP, I don't know. And see it. Someone who stayed in the game late was Susan Rice. Susan Rice was in the Obama administration. They would have, they would have just, that would have been like, an. you might as well have had Hillary Clinton be the Veep. I mean, they just would have said Benghazi for the next 80 days. They just would have said Benghazi, Benghazi every day, every single day. Even though in comparison, um, the Taliban killing American soldiers because of bounties paid for by Russia and Trump knowing about that, being briefed on that and still allowing it to happen and saluting West Point graduates as he sent them off to die, that is 100% worse than Benghazi. Like 1,000% worse than Benghazi. Like more than 1,000% worse than Benghazi. So, it's cap for you if you pretend to care about Benghazi and ignore that. So, I'm just saying. Uh, So, it couldn't be Susan Rice. And Susan... But it was... Susan Rice was so late in the game because... 
She's really close to Biden. She served with him. They work together. But again, Benghazi. You can't have it. Iraq, blah, blah, blah. Can't uh, Too much Obama. Like, Biden, you don't want too much of Obama. You just want just enough. You want the good parts. So we have Kamala Harris. Did I miss anybody? I went Duckworth. I went Keisha Lance Bottoms. I went Stacey Abrams. I went Gretchen Whitmer. I went Karen Bass. I went Tammy Duckworth. I went Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, we're out. Um, that leaves Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris has a strong national presence. Kamala Harris, in every Senate hearing, puts everybody's motherfucking back against the wall. Kamala Harris, Jimmy Clyburn said it best. Joe Biden has the compassion. Kamala Harris has the passion. And that's what you need. You need somebody who is starkly going to speak. Like, Joe Biden is laid back, you know? And that's fine. That co The country needs that right now. But in messaging, when Kamala Harris says something, it's that's the message. It's going to be poignant. It's going to be understandable. Now, we understand the Kamala is a cop meme. We get it. That's going to create problems for Republicans. The same thing is going to create... The same reason... Do you notice that nothing, like... None of these attacks on Biden stick because... Trump really wants to run against somebody who's not white. You know? Because... He attacks women, he attacks people of color, minorities, ethnicities, all that. But when you're looking at an old white guy, and you're an old white guy, nothing's really working. There's not that fear. And if they want to, and half the Republicans want to bust out Kamala as a cop, and half the Republicans want to point out... Kamala Harris marched with Black Lives Matter and she's ACAB. So you got two conflicting messages there. Are they both correct? Kamala Harris was a prosecutor. Kamala Harris blows when she was a prosecutor. Kamala Harris, while a prosecutor, wanted laws changed. And then decided it was time to move on from being a prosecutor to be attorney general to try to inflict more change. Effective change. Started a program to help people getting out of jail get GEDs, get jobs. Her and Bo Biden helped get their state, helped get states more money after the housing crash of 08 09. There was a lawsuit, all 50 states were suing, and, and Kamala Harris. Was like, no, California's not getting enough money. And then Bo Biden was like, yo, she's right. Delaware's not getting enough money. Let's do this. And they got their money. And all their states got their money. Okay? As of recently, Kamala Harris has signed on to several bills legalizing the use of mar marijuana in this country federally. Allowing marijuana to be banked. Allowing dispensaries in states that have legal marijuana to safely put their money in a bank. 
maybe take credit cards. Recently, put forth a proposal for during this pandemic, instead of sending people $1,200 a month every time poll numbers get low, what well, not $1,200 a month, sending everybody $1,200 one time when your poll numbers get low, and maybe a second time, Kamala Harris says, how about every American gets $2,000 a month so they can safely not have to go to work and pay the bills and also spend money in America to help keep our economy fluid. So don't tell me that Kamala Harris is not for the people, okay? This is all recent stuff. Now, if you want to go back to a select period of time in the 90s or something, and maybe cases came before Kamala Harris, and maybe maybe there were people that went to jail for crimes that they shouldn't have went to jail for. The fact of the matter is, the laws were in place, and Kamala Harris did nothing unethical and did nothing that broke any laws. Unlike what is going on in our country today. And that is the rub. That's the rub of the whole thing. We got a criminal in the White House. How are we going to remove him? We're going to prosecute his ass. The case is clear. I love the pick. You know what? At the beginning of this podcast, I said that Kamala Harris was the strongest was the strongest option, was the strongest pick. Right now, after explaining it for 10-15 minutes, I love this pick. I can't wait. Is Mike Pence going to be able to debate her? I don't think so, because Mike Pence can't be in the same room with another woman who's not his wife. And he calls his wife mother, by the way. Which is really creepy. And now that they're already starting with birther attacks. That's how you know they're scared. Was she born in America? Are you fucking joking? Kamala's a cop. Yeah, well, her parents brought her in a stroller to civil rights marches in Oakland back in the day. So, which is it? Follows the laws. See, this is the whole Bernie Sanders thing. This is the whole Bernie bro thing. This is my whole Bernie bro argument. You can't blow the system up. You need to get inside, infiltrate, and then do it. You need to do that. You can't, on the outside, create change. You need to get in. I guarantee you that if those same cases were brought before Kamala Harris today, if she wasn't a senator in the national spotlight, I guarantee you that they would be treated differently. And the reason is, is because people are allowed, people's thoughts and views are allowed to evolve over time. They are. As long as these people acknowledge that they are, and they do. Why does she come out and say it? She supports the legalization of marijuana. 
That's saying it. I love this pick. I really do. And I hate y'all, yo. Independents. Libertarians. You people all over Facebook. Which is why I'm going to delete that shit. You people all over Facebook. Sharing memes. I saw one. This country deserves four more years of Trump. Look at the filth we have. Bro. Like... What the fuck is this? We're 80 days out! If you don't like the pick, shut the fuck up! It's too much! It's too much. Kamala's a cop. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris put black people in jail. It's... We're not going for it this time, okay? Have you seen what's going on in our country? The country is on fire. Don't sit here and tell me that you don't like this particular fire extinguisher because, you know, I don't know, whatever bullshit reason you can think of. The fact of the matter is, we gotta put this fire out. And then, we can take our, we can push progressive policies. We're going to save the fucking planet. We're going to save the turtles, yo. Hashtag save the turtles. Turtles are cuter than whales, so if you just say, like, save the turtles, people might latch on to that. Shoutouts to Flowers for letting me know about that. <clears throat> save the turtles. Don't throw away your fucking straws. A Biden-Harris administration will tackle criminal justice reform, will tackle inequality, will tackle the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Will tackle climate change. Will actually realign ourselves with our allies. Our allies won't be afraid to confer with us anymore. We can get back to a little bit of normalcy. But the California... The California... Neolibs... The, the New York, my vote doesn't count, assholes, selected, not elected. It's already predetermined. It all starts at a local level, and the local elections are on that same ballot. So, even if you write in Mickey Mouse at the top of the ballot, I would really consider that you grab that ballot and vote for, you know, progressive candidates that you like. You need to create the change you want. If there's graffiti on a fence in your neighborhood that makes you think, oh man, I don't like the way this makes the neighborhood look, and it's been up for months, grab a bucket of paint, go paint it. Do something. And what we can do, November 3rd, is vote. It's not that you gotta do something, we're gonna vote, and you come back and say, no, no, that's not enough. Fuck you. You'd stop suppressing votes by suppressing minds. We're getting out there, and we're voting Democrat on November 3rd. 
That is the end of the motherfucking story. We are removing the stain from the White House. And that's it. And we are restoring decency in our nation. And then we're not going back to this. Dies in your house. Exclusively. Anywhere you thought you were hiding from me. Till next week.